0: back to the life and times podcast um, you know I, I figured i'd get this one out i'm on the road and uh, i've been gone a lot uh here recently uh layton is not with me layton is back there in the uh in the hometown but i'm currently in norman oklahoma i've been i've been a few places here in the past uh about three months maybe uh, if you listen to the show all the time i was in pittsburgh i was in Austin. And, and, I, and I've talked about Austin, but unfortunately, let's get back to that talk really fast about Austin. The whole time I was there, um, I, had, I felt like I had plenty enough time to go to different restaurants in Austin. And I'd went to a, a, some around there, but some of the historical ones that I'd been to previously, like Black's Barbecue or Terry Black's Barbecue. Uh, those were family members that were feuding, if you don't know. I mean, a lot of you have, have probably been to those places, but if you haven't, Um, I think Black's was original. There was uh, maybe some brothers who got in a fight over uh, whatever their differences were. So now Black's and Terry Black's are still uh, really awesome places. Um, And then, but I didn't really go to those, but it's because Austin traffic was terrible. Like Austin (laughs) traffic, like it sucks. (laughs) So uh, if you've ever driven through uh, I-35, You either got stuck in Dallas, you either got stuck in Waco, you got stuck in Austin, or you got stuck in uh, right outside of San Antonio, San Antonio itself, all the way to Corpus. I mean, it opens up at Corpus. Um, Driving south of San Antonio to Corpus, it opens up, but it's terrible. Like, it's a terrible place. So just because of that, even though I was close, like, I would get back to the hotel room and I would look at uh, maps, Apple Maps, and something may only be six miles away, but it's 47 minutes. Yeah, so I didn't go. Yeah. I mean, I, I this just I, I didn't do that. This past week, though, I was uh, I was in Memphis, and and I guess it was two weeks ago, not not this past week. Uh, I was in Memphis, Tennessee, and as we all know, I try to go to these barbecue restaurants uh, in, anywhere I can. I'm gonna tell you right now. If you don't know, uh, when I'm out of town, I either attempt to go to barbecue restaurants or I attempt to go to. Uh, hamburger places like historical places or any other place that has a TV show. And there's, there's been a few of those in Memphis, but central barbecue is one rendezvous barbecue is another. Well, I, I driving through uh, Memphis, I was like, all right, I'm going to go to rendezvous because that's the one, if I'm not mistaken, I think they're the ones who claim they invented Memphis dry rub maybe. Uh, I mean, for all we know, it was a farmer on the side of the road and they stole the idea for all we know. But uh, that place is historical. It's downtown Memphis. And so I pretty much, I decided that I was going to go there even before I got into Memphis. So I was, I was pretty excited. The problem is, is that there was a a snowstorm, you know, and and, and in the state of Oklahoma, it's not like you're up north. It's it's not like they have a, a trillion dollar salt budget or or the salt mix, you know, the brine water where they put on the roads and and you know knocks the ice down, it's safer to drive. But they do have salt and sand in Oklahoma, and so at least on those bad times they they throw um, salt and sand out, so it's good. Uh, Arkansas was pretty pretty much that way. I felt like I, maybe they kind of follow those same kind of rules. Uh, Tennessee and Mississippi, however, they do not in any way follow. I I, I, can, I only went to Memphis, so I didn't go east of Memphis, in Tennessee, because I headed south from there into Mississippi, but Mississippi for sure doesn't have a a budget uh, for salt. The roads were, it was solid ice, and it was like driving on, I was like I was ice road truckers. I wasn't in a truck, of course, but it was like ice road (laughs) truckers. And if I, had I not, so uh, for those of you that don't know, because I don't ever really talk about my job, and I'm probably still not going to, but um, I fly a lot and I get rental cars. Well, because of the location of Memphis, and, and not a direct flight being there, if I fly to Dallas, if I get to the airport an hour early, then fly to Dallas, do the layover, then fly from Dallas to Memphis, I actually can drive to Memphis faster than I can fly because there's not a direct flight. And so that's, that's I, I drove. Because then there's not a, a major interstate... Maybe Jackson's a closer hotel, but you still get there the same amount of time. So on the interstate, there's not really an interstate. It, it drive's two and a half hours uh, from Memphis to Starkville, Mississippi. So I drove. I literally drove the whole way. That, that's what led me to what I was rambling on about about the roads. They're terrible. So, uh, but when I went to get the rental car, uh, they gave me a rear-wheel drive car. And normally, I probably would have thought that was cool, but it was already it was ice outside uh, right then. I was like, hey, lady. Uh, I'm not trying to be rude, because normally I don't argue about what you give me, but um, I don't think that car is going to work. And then she's like, well, I don't know. I don't know what else we got. I'm like, lady, I'm looking at 500 cars. I bet you got one that does not, doesn't have real-world drive. I guarantee it. And so she searched in her system. You know what's funny about when they're searching in their system, when they're like, oh, I, I don't know if I have anything. And I, I look to my right. I look behind me no exaggeration. I don't know. A hundred cars. I was like, I think, I think he got something. So she did. She found, uh, uh she, she got me, um, what did she get me? A Jeep? Now is the last week. Uh, whatever it was, it was all wheel drive and it works for me. That's what I told her. So I, I cruised through there. It was good. But what's funny about when the ice, <laughs> when the roads are icy, you're all over the place, but in Mississippi, when when the weatherman says don't go outside, I think all weathermen tell you don't go outside when it's when it's uh, ice and snow like that. Um, but in Oklahoma, nobody listens to the weather guy. Uh, the only time anybody listens to anybody that's when Travis Meyer says it's going to tornado and blow your house down. That's the only time people even care in Oklahoma. Uh, and, and you also know because if it's just little storms, they got. I mean, no, no offense, because I'm not like a, a looker or anything, but they they got a They got a bunch of nerds who, uh, those are the only ones they let speak uh, when they're tiny storms. But when Trav, when Trav and Trav we trust, when he gets up, yeah, you know, it's a for real deal. So anyway, but apparently they listened to their weatherman in Mississippi. Nobody was on the roads, just me. So, you know, I was driving. It was, it was late. Uh, It's getting later. It wasn't dark yet. And I went to go eat at some brisket company uh, that my friend told me about. And it was good, but it wasn't the best brisket in Memphis, I didn't think. But uh, that day, because uh, I, I don't know which part of the story, I'm rambling here, but um, everything was shut down on Monday. So I'll get back to the barbecue. I was—I don't know where I was at with that story. <laughs> this is typical of my show, if you listen. Uh, or our show, you know, Layton's not here. but um, So I, I, <laughs> everything in Memphis was closed down because of the snow. Now back to Mississippi. So I'm driving, I go to this... I don't remember what it's called, uh, some brisket company, it was terrible, but when I was driving to that brisket company, uh, the roads at this point are kind of iced over because you know, if you drive in the snow a lot, if you drive in the snow, you actually have traction. Now that doesn't mean if you don't hit your brakes, you won't, you won't slide a couple of feet, but as long as there's snow or active snow or it's still crunching, you have traction. When it's a day's worth of being driven on and it gets packed, I mean, I'm not telling you anything you don't know unless you come from an area where there's never ice or snow. Um, Well, once it gets packed, that's when it gets slick. So then when it hits nighttime, the the part that's packed down, it becomes ice. Well, it's pretty close to that because it's dusk. And uh, (laughs) you're driving and the light starts to change. But it's one of those changes where it's too close even if even if I was driving fast, or or if it wasn't there was ice and snow, uh, it's those kinds that you're driving just fast enough where the stop is going to become iffy, and uh, and that happened to me. And while while I was doing that, there was a cop that was sitting at the intersection, like he was in the other lanes and the cross lanes, and he <laughs> was the first car, and <laughs> so. Uh, it turned yellow, and I didn't immediately hit my brakes because I was like, well, I don't know, it's yellow, but I see the cop about the same time. I'm like, oh, shoot, well, it's yellow, and I'm, I'm not going to make it, so I decided to do this, uh, this genius move. Uh, you should do this. <laughs> Doesn't mean that you won't get in trouble, but I'm just saying. Um, so <laughs> when I was driving up to the, to the intersection, I hit my brakes. I stomped on them. Like while it was still yellow, right before it turned red, uh, cause it looked like I gave real effort, you know, it was ice and snow, you know, so it's like, it's not like I was being a rule breaker. Uh, you, you know, it's, it was slick out there. When I, when I stomped on my, uh, when I stomped on, <laughs> I stomped on, on the brake, I slid about like half like cockeyed through the intersection. And, uh, when I got about, you know, even with the cop, uh, who I know was staring at me like, what are you doing? You idiot. I'm a cop. And it was a red light. Uh, just about the time I was sliding through the intersection, I just throw both hands up. Like, like the, what do you want me to do arms? If you're, you know, if you can't see it, uh, visually, it's like, I threw my arms up. Like, I don't know. What do you want? I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> uh, he didn't even pull me over. I mean, I ran the red light. I ran the red light probably five seconds after it was red, probably five seconds. You know, I was sliding. I was already sliding through. Maybe three. You know, it felt like it was a while, but yeah. Nobody was blazing through. If they had been blazing through, we'd have been in trouble. If the same thing had happened to somebody else who was coming up, light turns green, they wouldn't have been able to stop. I mean, yeah. Anyway, so uh, that's where I, that's where I've been, and that week ended ended up being just fine. Uh, the only the only thing from memory is I met the University of Tennessee women's basketball team, and. Uh, Uh, current day, I don't, I don't know if that's so memorable, but just based on their historic program, I mean, they still got to have some of the best players in the country. So I don't know if any of those girls are going to go to the WNBA or not. I don't think so, but the center, the centers who I met. Oh, wow. That doesn't do me any good to say her name. I don't remember her name, but she was six, six, like a giant lady was walking through. (laughs) I got a picture with her. Because in my head, I'm like, if this lady ever goes to the WNBA, look, I'll be like, hey. Which you know, I, I'm not. I'm not bashing the WNBA. I mean, the women who make it that far, good for them. We all know the ratings are terrible, but but good for them. It's cool when they make it that far. So I took this picture just so I could be like, hey, check this out. Random random hotel in Starkville, Mississippi, um, which is um, kind of a. It's not. A, it's kind of a terror. The town sucks. I don't know what else to say. You know, when I start stuttering like that, I'm, I'm trying to word it nice, but I don't know how else to tell Starkville, Mississippi is a terrible place. Uh, but, but the trend of the world these days is uh, people are trying to revamp their downtowns and all those things now. So they do have more restaurants, and there's a district. You know, they, they created a district. I think that's the new end thing. Uh, but for a major Division I college town, I just figured there would be more, and then there's not. And speaking of that, as I just said, I'm in Norman right now. So out my window, I can see the stadium. I'm not an OU fan, but I'm just saying like this town is, there's a lot of stuff here. Like there's things to do. So it's weird that I, I just assume that every major division one university uh, town would be that way. And it's, and it's not true at all. At all. I mean, uh, there's, let's get back to Memphis. Uh, I, I did make it uh, through, made it through the week. Uh, I get to Memphis there's a couple things I wanted to do. I've driven through Memphis. I've been to Memphis uh, 20 times before. I've never actually went into Graceland. Still didn't. That's why I skipped over that part real fast. <laughs> still haven't been to Graceland, but it was like it seems more appealing since the Elvis movie came out. Uh, as a kid, I don't know. I didn't like El- I didn't like Elvis music. Maybe. I, but as an adult, I'm still not sitting here acting like I listen to Elvis driving down the road. But when you watch the movie. And, uh, you know, I didn't, like, read all about him, But when you watch the movie and you see that, that kind of thing, everybody knew that it was really big. Then it became a little more interesting. I'm, I'm more of a movie guy anyway. Like, I'm, I mean, I, I, I am. I, I, look, I know there's some people out there, and I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or whatever. I'm, I'm glad kids read books. You should read books. You should read educational books. But if you're going to read stuff like Lord of the Rings, <laughs> some, some, some of my some of my buddies are going to be mad at me <clears throat> for this one. Lord of the Rings or like Harry Potter. I don't know. Just watch the movie and save yourself, uh, you know, two months off your life. Like the movies are pretty good, I think, and uh, you don't even have to. watch... <laughs> Yes, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, the book's way better. The Book is way better. I don't know, is it? I mean, I, like I said, I. Just, some people get mad at me, but if all I know is the movie and all I see is the movie, and I thought the movie was awesome, I don't know. I don't need to read the book. No, I'm, I'm case closed. Uh, outside of a random post I did see, which I'm gonna block because I didn't read the books. I guess there's a wizard. I guess there was some kind of wizard in the in the Lord of the Rings. Uh, movie who's supposed to be the the baddest wizard of all but he lives out in the woods uh, I don't know if you know about that whatever I, I saw that was on a random uh, post at one of my friends post anyway besides that yeah save some time and uh, j- just read the books uh wh- what was I rambled on about that I don't know because I was talking about Elvis I don't read about Elvis I'm not reading Elvis the movie's fine I did go to rendezvous barbecue though I did I did go there uh, just as I'm glad uh, when, when I was in Buffalo, New York, uh, I went to the anchor bar, which is where, where Buffalo Wings started. So I always want to go to historic places and sometimes they are just as good as everybody says, and sometimes they're not. Um, I like in Buffalo, for instance, when I was there, people were like, oh, there's better wings in Buffalo. Yeah, I don't care I don't, because I've never been there. I want I want to go to like where it started, right? So in that, in that manner, there might've been wings that were 12 times better, I, but I didn't care. I want to go to the original. So I go to rendezvous, same building. Uh, it's smoked out in there. Not like so bad where you smell like a barbecue pit when you walk out, but, uh, and I mean this respectfully. I actually mean this in a good way though. I don't know a better word because there's a lot of clutter, but a lot of like, uh, collectible clutter and it's kind of dingy in there. But I mean, I'm dingy in a good way. It's an old barbecue restaurant, which which I love. And so what I wasn't ready for, I ordered uh, ribs, brisket, uh, coleslaw, uh, potato salad. I, I'm thinking I'm skipping maybe sausage. That's what I ordered. It came out in, uh, I don't know, maybe two minutes. So like they forked it out pretty fast. Uh, it, it looked, <laughs> it looked like they dumped two gallons of dry rub on it, which, which wasn't enough to scare me off. And it, I didn't think that it was terrible or anything. So I, like I started to eat the ribs at this place, this historic place that I wanted to go to forever. I didn't just want to go there. Like I've, I've read about this place for a very long time and, uh, you know, uh, it might've started Memphis dry rub and it's right downtown. And it's in an old historic building, and uh, that's probably the appeal. Because to be honest, I didn't really think it was that good. And I just I'm just being nice about it. I thought it was. Uh... I would go back. I would 100% go back. But I, it's not like I ate. It was like this is the greatest barbecue ever. I watched a bunch of TikTok videos before um, before I went, and so I know some people are are opposed to TikTok. But I'm gonna be honest where my head's at here. You can watch YouTube reviews, which probably does work for a lot of things, but if you want to get force-fed information in 30, 60, 120 seconds, TikTok usually will get you there pretty fast. That's where I got it. I was seeing a bunch of Memphis people uh, talk about it, so. I mean that that's my that's my experience with that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Just because <clears throat> I'm avoiding some. I mean, I'm, I'm bringing it up now, but there's an elephant in the room if you listen to this show. Um, Buffalo Bills, the best team in football, I feel like. Um, they, they, didn't, they didn't win. They did not win this week. They can beat the Chiefs in the regular season. They cannot beat the Chiefs in the postseason. I do not know why. Uh, I then have switched, not allegiances totally, just like for the playoffs, Uh, Then said, oh, let's go Detroit. I'm Detroit all the way. It would be cool to see them win one. And now they're out. So uh, the Super Bowl is the Kansas City Chiefs versus the San Francisco 49ers. And I have no choice but to go for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I I don't – I get annoyed. I mean, they show Taylor Swift – they act like Taylor Swift made Travis Kelsey popular. And people, I mean, people are claiming that right now. Uh, I, I don't remember if my wife did so much, maybe, but I think she did. I think she's trying to tell me he's more popular now. Uh, I think this is what she was telling That's stupid. He had he had one of the top podcasts. Uh, and it was like right now, if in the in the media world, you're like, our podcast's really big. Well, uh, Joe Rogan is giant, and he's not just famous for UFCs. Now, that might have got him. His name, uh, him being a comedian pre- previous maybe, but I'd say the podcast is where he has an interesting podcast. He he, uh, he doesn't just uh, ramble on about his daily life. <laughs> he, has re- he has real people uh, on there, real, uh, you know, awesome people. Well, the Kelsey's had like a top podcast already. Like people knew who they were. He was already doing TV commercials before he met Taylor Swift. As a matter of fact, that famous podcast he had is what Taylor Swift heard that he made her a bracelet at the concert for, like he, she heard it on. She heard she didn't. Her friend did. It's like, oh, you got to hear this. That's how the whole thing happened. So she didn't make him. First of all, and he's an NFL Hall of Famer. He will be an NFL Hall of Famer. He's one of the greatest tight ends to ever play. And assuming he doesn't retire at the end of this year, uh, which now he holds the all-time receptions record for the playoffs for a career. He beat Jerry Rice, and this isn't necessarily a sports show, but, you know, I I talk about it sometimes. So he wouldn't do those things if he was terrible. So the fact that you got 12-year-old girls like, she made him famous. She didn't make him famous, you morons. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Uh, He was famous, but if he played for Buffalo, he would be way more famous. Uh, But he plays at Kansas City and their subpar team. Everybody knows it. And so uh, if he played at Buffalo, we're talking big time. I mean, we're talking – he would – he would have been the first player to ever been a Hall of Famer while still playing if he played at Buffalo. And that's not a thing that everybody can do. That's actually a rarity. And I don't think you even know anybody who could do that. Ever. Maybe O.J. Simpson or whatever. But uh, real heavy Buffalo people. Josh Allen. Maybe you've heard of him. <clears throat> I'll tell you this and all that silly talk. When you're so wrapped up in one team, I, I have a friend who's a St. Louis Cardinals fan. And, uh, and I like the Cardinals and I, and I don't know if I've described this on this podcast. I've, I'm all over the place. I, I have a lot of different affiliations with teams, uh, for different reasons. So I don't, uh, yes, I historically am a Baltimore Orioles fan and I've said that most of my life, but I mean, do I like Kansas or, uh, St. Louis? Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, I've been to a thousand games. The first game I ever went to, they were my first favorite team when I was about six years old. Uh, it was only after Cowperkyn Junior became a guy uh, where I like Major League Baseball, uh, football. I I just never wavered. I don't. I, I'm I'm a I'm a Buffalo fan all the way. Where was I going with it? Oh yeah yeah yeah. So here's where I'm going. So I got this friend, St Louis Cardinal fan. Every year if the Cardinals even make a deep playoff run or if they get beat in the first round and there's a, a, a lot of baseball left, they get beat in the wild card. He's done watching baseball. He's done with it. He won't. He like he said, season's over because it's his favorite team. Uh, and I'm going to be honest. Uh, I didn't watch the games the other day. I, I, I watched, I watched half of one game. First game. Didn't even turn it on. Second game. Didn't watch it. I walked into my friend's house at halftime. I watched it till the fourth quarter. And then I left. Uh I don't even know if I'll watch the Super Bowl which is a weird thing to say for somebody that you know likes football but I like I'm, I'm the, I guess the older I get I'm starting to be like my like my buddy who when your team's over I'm, I just I'm done with it I mean really uh, it's it it's, it's not even a sport I don't even want, and and it's not like a this hardcore football fan because I don't even watch college football anymore zero I did watch about half of the national championship game. I, I don't know. It's just not my. It's not my. Not my thing. I don't think. Not college football. I, I'm all over the place with whether I think people should get paid. I don't think that you should have to. I don't think that you should uh, be playing college athletics and not be allowed to have a job or make any income whatsoever. I don't believe in that. But I also don't think we should be playing, giving any player. I don't know, $3 million in college, I think it creates a different athlete. I also think, though, (laughs) (laughs) like the Caitlin Clark Clark girl uh, at Iowa, uh, I think she's crazy if she goes to the WNBA at least for another year. I would make two more million dollars before I go get a no salary in the WNBA. I I think it would create – I think you're going back to – full-time four-year players if you're going to pay them that much I mean they' unless you're a top pick I, I don't know top five I don't, I don't know everybody's salary which probably would be beneficial for this statement but if they're not if they're not giving you a signing bonus a, a multi-million dollar signing bonus uh, coming right out of college but you're making multi-million dollars in college I think you should probably just stay but like that dude from uh, USC uh, Caleb. Wip, sorry this became a sports show for anybody that doesn't like sports. Like, that guy, they're paying this guy. I, 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 once again, I don't look at it, but I know he's making multi-million dollars. And, and he's telling NFL teams, don't draft me unless you're going to make me part owner. I'm not trying to listen. <laughs> I guess, <laughs> I mean, throw it out there just in case there's somebody that stupid. But nobody's that stupid. Nobody's going to pay a random kid that's never been to the NFL, not tested whatsoever, and, to be honest, completely nosedived at USC. Sucked. Nobody's going to pay you multi Nobody's going to give you multi-million dollars and part ownership in their team. Because now, what if you're a bust? And by the way, there are several of them over the period of time. And based on your attitude and based on the way you nosedive at USC, I don't think, I don't, I wouldn't draft a kid. I wouldn't draft him based on his attitude, to be honest. I mean, like, who am I? Like, so many people right now are like, well, who are you? Like, who are, who are you? to? No, I'm just a random, uh, just a random guy with opinions like everybody else that. Talks on ESPN, but that's what I think. I don't think that I think the guy I think he's got a terrible attitude. Nobody's going to give him ownership in the company, it just doesn't make any sense. Anyway, I'll move on, I'll move on from that topic. Um, my uh, uh yeah, I spent the last uh, this weekend I was in Texarkana, DCAB Texas, is actually where I was at. My my wife's, my wife's grandma passed away. So I had a, had a family function there. I know to, to say that out loud, it sounds like Debbie Downer. Uh, and you know, of course the funeral's sad cause they, they are, but what's well, cool, uh, getting to see all my relatives like mid year during a time that you don't normally do it. Um, but it, it, it reminds me cause we've been going to the same house forever for, for 20 years and, uh, outside of my own daughters and, uh, the other youngest niece outside of those three all the rest of them were we've been around this whole time so it's funny how that house used to house so many people but and it did and it still does but everybody's like giant human beings now so the house does definitely get smaller So it's real, it's real close quarter stuff, but it was, it was a good time though. I mean, as good time times it can be, but for, for what you don't know, so everybody knows that for the people that personally know me, I, I do not walk in a Okay. I, I don't do this. I do not walk in a room and strive to be the center of attention. If I walk in a room and I got some buddies in there. And if they already start, if they're smiling already when I walk over, and they're and and they're around other people, I probably will be a little louder, <clears throat> just just in humor, just to make people laugh. I mean, it's just I, I've I've done it my whole life. I, it's not once again. I don't walk in the room, and <clears throat> it's not even my goal. It's just what hap- it, it, it happens. So I, I, this is right before the funeral, and but we got there 45 minutes early, but we were the only people there. 45 minutes early. I mean, she was 92 years old. And so, you know, she's outlived a, a lot of her friends and she lives, she's lived in different states. And so, so there weren't, I mean, there were people there from her church, but there weren't, you know, just tons of people. So we were, it was just us. And I'm talking to the funeral director and I'm telling him, I'm just, cause I'm around my brother in law and I'm around uh, my father in law, I'm around my two brother in laws, sister in laws, nieces, nephews. And I am just making stuff up to to the funeral home director. I'm like, hey, I'm going to sing a special today. And at the time, I didn't realize that he was, I I knew he was the director because there was a painting of him on the wall. But I didn't really know that he was preaching at the thing. I didn't know that this guy himself was singing at it. And he's like, what are you going to sing? I'm like, I don't know, something real good though. He was like, but I'm going to bring down the house when I do. And so he's like, really? So I'm like, I said, oh, yeah, I was walking around yesterday. If I get to our practicing, I was like, I don't know if you know, but I was her favorite. And so uh, she told me personally. So I was just saying that to people and uh, laughing, but, you know, just in, in the uh, out in the hallway, not not in the not in the actual service. Every person that walked in, uh, I would tell the funeral home director, I'd be like, hey, man, watch this. I guess <laughs> I did I didn't know any of her friends or church friends. I don't know those people. i would never been there. <laughs> I, never, I never went to church there, but when they would walk in and they would look at me, <clears throat> because they don't know you they don't know you, and they don't know where you're at mentally with this, because that stuff is tougher. Uh, and even though it was tough, uh, you know, um, I wasn't the one struggling as hard as others. And I'm I mean being that respectful, that's not a disrespectful thing. So, but I was just being funny, and so people would walk in and they would look at me with a face, and I would look at them in the face, and I would do a head nod, like, they'd, <laughs> I would do a head nod, and they'd do a head nod, and I'm like, I was their favorite. And uh, every person that would walk by, I would do the same thing, but I wouldn't smile. I was like, No, oh, had told me I was their favorite. And then I would look at them, and I was like, Look, this, this is how you do it. This is the funeral face. And I would just like, do the head nod. All right, that was it. That's, that's what I was doing. So then we get in the funeral. Yes, I was just trying to make him laugh out there. I, uh, when we, when we get inside, it's not funny time, you know. Like the thing's starting. It's uh, it's my grandma. And law, it's my wife's grandma's uh, funeral, and and then the guy <laughs> starts talking to me from 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 the pulpit, but he's talking to me. He's like. Yeah, getting ready to sing uh, Amazing Grace. He's like, uh, Lloyd's going to sing a special today. He's like, and he starts talking about me for like three minutes, which what you don't know is, yes, I will go be the center of attention and think it's funny, but in that scenario, I don't want to be the center of attention because it's not funny time and it's not about me. It's not about me at all. And he, and he just kept talking about me and I felt like an idiot. Like I felt, I, I was wishing so bad he would. Stop. I was smiling at him because he was like trying to be funny, but I was like, please stop, please stop saying this Stop, stop, stop making me the center of attention because I, out of respect to, to my mother-in-law and father-in-law and her, you know, and her family. Like, I, and he just kept referencing me, and uh, I don't know. Finally, my brother-in-law made fun of me out loud, and that something like that, and it pretty much stopped it. And he went on, he went on, and sung the song. But the problem after that, because he started singing Amazing Grace after that, I couldn't look at him because I I, I was trying, I, though. I didn't want to be the center of attention. I was. If I looked at him, I would have laughed because. <laughs> I didn't think he was the greatest singer of all time. And so I ca- I couldn't look at him. I probably should have sang the specials. I guess, you know what? I should have sang the special. That's what I'm getting at. So, well, uh, look, you know, th- this is this is from a very special place here. This is no studio. I think the quality is probably good enough to, to run with. Uh, I appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, sorry it's been so sporadic, but uh, finally, these days, uh, if we don't make it uh, to the studio, um, I, I have a mobile one. And so this is. This is how it'll be, you know, until I figure this game out. So, all right, well, I love everybody. Uh, Layton's not here to say dumb stuff about Dwayne Wade and other stuff he says. So, uh, you guys uh, have have a good week, and we'll see you next week.